don't stick for a dream something it's just gonna come you just gotta love the process that is amazing words that that were just said to me because can't you a global asian influencer in marketing is going to show us how to do that and i know that it's more like a process rather than just a thing but if you learn to enjoy it i mean enjoy it real not just fake fake your brain and trick your brain that you love it i mean you love it instantly is going to be awesome feeling and i'm not talking about passion here not not at all sometimes passion is overrated sometimes underrated but we don't talk about passion here kenneth you he's not talking about passion and he's the right guy to talk to i mean top 50 global asian influencer in digital marketing copywriter creative branding and speaking expert and all this amazing stuff and titles which i i'm sorry this intro is too short to actually cover i want you to take notes and learn that <clears throat> the process you're experiencing right now is the best thing you can have because why is success without the without exciting process? Stop enjoying the end goal and start loving the process. I'll see you soon and take for listening to that amazing episode. Peace out. All right, Kenneth, I want to say one big welcome to the show, mate, and thank you for being an amazing contributor to our podcast. We would love to hear more about you, but first, we want to know the most unique and interesting thing about yourself. What makes you interesting? Okay, so what makes me interesting is I am a chimera. Uh, Let me explain what that is. Uh, Chimera is a mythical creature found in Greek mythology. And it has a head of a lion, body of a goat, uh, tail of a snake. And the creatures on their own are maybe fierce, but once you put them together, once you combine them, they look fiercer than than if they were apart. And that represents my kind of thinking. I I have this multidisciplinary uh, thinking across multiple fields, and that is why I have the edge in business today, because of that multidisciplinary chimera thinking. Let's talk about the birth of the chimera in you. Let's, let me, uh, can you tell us the story of how you became that chimera? I want to start from the childhood to now. <laughs> uh, that's actually uh, very interesting. I think all this while when I was uh, a child, I, I had a lot of interests. I had a lot of different hobbies. And and so, you know, I started off, I wanted to be a rock star. I, I learned uh, songwriting. I learned guitar. I I wrote uh, really good essays that um, that got uh, you know that won awards. Um, and then when I was in university, I think that's when I started to to flourish, because I was in fashion design. I was in music criticism. Uh, I was uh, a church leader, and uh, and so all these different things. Uh, I think gave me. A lot of creativity to do. To it gives me my competitive edge, my personal brand uh, in this world today. So, how did that songwriting kid or something became an entrepreneur? <laughs> I like money, <laughs> uh, so uh, I think I'm 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 born a capitalist. Like I, I feel that my call is capitalism. My my call is to 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 do business. So even when I 
was in my arts when doing the the different kinds of, of artistic endeavors, uh, it didn't fulfill me as much as uh, making money. You know, I mean, who doesn't like money? People who say I don't like money, I mean, dude, look at your yeah. face. You're really like saying I don't like them in front of you, but I love them when I'm myself and with just <laughs> my thoughts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very good questions. So, uh, but how did you become such an expert again, you know, digital marketing and all this stuff? I mean, you know, you said that you have that multiple discipline thingy, but how did you develop that into digital marketing and, you know, the digital age allo? Because, you know, songwriting and this, I don't think there's a lot of similarities in it. Yeah. Uh, my... Digital marketing was something I came across by accident, actually. Uh, so, so the story goes something like this. Uh, about 11 years ago, I fell in love with this beautiful girl, but I had no money to get married. So I, was, um, so I was three months before the wedding. We had a very expensive, uh, we hired a very expensive place. It was on top, it was top of the top. It was the highest point in, uh, in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. So it was a, a wedding in the sky. Uh, and what happened was we launched an uh, e-course. Uh, we launched an e-book. And uh, we took about a month to, to set that up. We broke even in five minutes. We made money in half an hour. And we financed our wedding in under a month. And, and that's how we started. And we realized that because we were so good at monetizing the internet, the big corporations start uh, coming in. So, you know, McDonald's is my client. Uh, Fujitsu is my client. Zurich Insurance is my client. Uh, and we got all this big uh, clientele over the last uh, 10 years. But how did the process start? You know, when did you start seeing results in, you know, marketing, you know, copywriting and all this stuff? Like, how long did it took you know, to become an expert in it? Or just see the first results? Uh, I think now it's, what, 15 years since I started working. I mean, I, I graduated about 15 years ago. So you, need to put, you do need to put in the 10,000 hours. Uh, so when it comes to marketing, when it comes to business, uh, entrepreneurship, they're all different skills. When it comes to uh, running a team, uh, all these are different skills that uh, needs almost like needs time and attention in order to develop. I would say I started seeing results even from my, my first three months of working, but, but that's because I got lucky. And, and you will always be lucky. That means 15 years along the line, you will always be lucky, just that you have a greater capacity of creating your own luck uh, when you develop mastery. So do you, do you explain that that luck came to you because of your hard work or because of your work? You know, did you like beat yourself to like hustle 24/7 or did you do moderate work in order to you know master marketing? Um, I think it's different things in different seasons because uh, I mean if you look at physics, right? Look at momentum, uh, and momentum is is like when a plane is about to fly. The most resistance happens when it's on the ground and you're about to launch. That actually requires the most energy. Uh, but once it's in the air, then it's 
that is a slightly more smooth sailing. Uh, I used to work really hard. Like I used to work, you know, uh, early in the morning, finish before midnight. I used to do it every day, uh, including weekends. Uh, now I don't do that anymore because I'm a more established. Uh, so, you know, I work till 12, I work till 3 p.m. Uh, so I, I don't work those sort of crazy hours anymore. But uh, for me, it's, it's seasonal. That means if I were to launch a new business, then I'll be expected to put in those hard hours, those long hours again. But really, it's, it's all about the season and the momentum. So you're saying that put the most work at the beginning so you can rest after that, you know, yes. the moderate work. Yep, that's correct. But should you be passionate about what you're working or just be motivated for success? Like, because I think there are two different things. I mean, I can be passionate about, let's say, reading books, but my business yeah. can be podcasting. Yeah. I think you should be passionate about your purpose. And that is the highest purpose that you have. Because how you achieve the purpose uh, can vary very differently because um, the industry keeps changing, the marketplace keeps changing. Uh, what the Facebook, uh, Google best practices keep changing, that means our approach needs to constantly change. So if you're passionate about the approach instead of the, the purpose, that means my, my big purpose in life, what I want to achieve with my life, my business, in the, in, for a lifetime, uh, pretty much. Uh, till the end of my life, what, what do people want to say about me? Uh, to, to be passionate about that, to be passionate about business as a process, uh, rather than being passionate about the, the, the different mediums or the different ways to accomplish it, because that will always change. Uh, let me give you an example. So I used to run uh, a few fairly successful agencies, digital marketing agencies. Uh, I had an agency in Singapore. I had two agencies in Malaysia. We were dealing with really big clients. Uh, and, you know, I have this dream. I have this dream to, to be this billionaire. I have this dream to, to conquer the world with my thoughts, my influence. But... The market change, and because the market change, uh, I had to pivot the agencies. I had to, I, I, I cashed out one of the agencies, and I, I sort of won down, or I, I downsized the other two. But the dream still remains. Just that now we we use different things to achieve that dream, to achieve that vision, and to achieve that passion. But but do, do we differentiate here the vision from the passion? I mean, let's say I want to impact one billion people, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the business, let's say, uh, you know, let's go back again to, like, IT business. So basically, yeah. you need to be passionate about the purpose or the business itself. Is it different? Are they different things? Mm, I think... I think you are passionate about the purpose. I think the business is something you don't necessarily have to have passion for. Uh, let me give you an example. If you look at Richard Branson, I mean, he owns like, what, 30, about 50-something companies. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily passionate about all these different businesses. But he's passionate about, I think, two things. He's passionate about the process, that means, of entrepreneurship itself. So he's passionate about entrepreneurship itself. 
and he's passionately passionate about whatever higher purpose he has. Uh, but all the 50 business, businesses leads him uh, to uh, basically the excitement when it comes to, to entrepreneurship and uh, the purpose, uh, the higher purpose that he has. So I don't necessarily think you should be, uh, or, or you can be passionate about your business. I think that's not wrong. But if you're, I believe you, if you make, if you want to make a lot more money, then it goes beyond one business. It goes into a variety of different uh, multiple streams of income, which it's not about passion, it's about numbers. And it's about seeing which of this can I maximize my success on. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the process and, and uh, actually, you know, how can I say it? Uh, being passionate about something, a lot of people think, you know, being passionate and doing it every day without, without you know, uh, losing your desire. But to be honest, mm. sometimes, you know, you just l- lose it, lose it, but keep going. But yeah. people, people actually, you know, exaggerate that and say that you need to be working every day passionately with motivation and all of that. But truth mm. without, you should never give up, but you don't necessarily have to do it always with passion. You know, sometimes you just feel burnout, out, but you got to keep going. Yeah, it's, it's about discipline. It's actually not about passion. Yeah. Uh, the thing is because emotion True. is emotion is very volatile. You know, I mean, you're a teenager, but even as an adult, uh, you know, if I don't eat food for a certain amount of time, I get angry. Like, <laughs> when you get angry, you can't work. Like, uh, emotions, or you, you fight with your wife, or you fight with your girlfriend, or whatever it is. Uh, emotions are not uh, the best driving force. It's the discipline. It's the same as whether you're, it's almost the same as you're in an army, you're in, you're a soldier in the army, and you, you just have to get up every single day and, and fight the battle. It's not like you, sometimes you enjoy fighting the battle, sometimes you enjoy killing your enemies, but a lot of time you just feel, why the hell am I doing this? Why am I uh, here? But it's the discipline to keep going. Yeah, true. I'm not passionate about, it's actually really a big excuse nowadays. Yeah, it's like, that's true. You, you know, when people say you fear failure, more like yeah. pe- people say, I fear not like enjoying it every day. But, you know, that's a circle, you know, you, it gotta, it gotta has like a pain. I mean, that's how the journey is built. You can't build it with just flowers and like roses every day. It has pain. But it's a good thing, to be honest, you know, it builds your character. Yeah, I think if you actually examine all types of growth. So I'm talking every everywhere from business growth to physical growth, emotional growth. Uh, it all uh, requires a certain level of stress to provoke growth. Uh, so let me give you an example. Uh, so let's say if you want to develop muscles in the gym. Uh, you need to go through the pain of breaking down the muscles. And then and, uh, as it's recovering, then only muscle is built. That means it's a process of pain. And they say even anti-aging, that means uh, if you want to live till, you know, 100 over years old, you need to put your body through a certain level of pain and stress as well. Uh, And they say that uh, the best way to actually achieve anti-aging is to eat less. And that means to put your body through intermittent fasting. And that uh, causes stress. I mean, you can't put too much stress as well. Too much stress, you'll, you'll get killed. But there's a certain level of stress that uh, that growth. I mean, say with business, there's a certain level of pain that you need to go through before you enjoy the fruits of business. 
uh, and emotionally it's the same as well you know go through a certain level of pain to develop emotional maturity to face what life has to offer so pain is very much uh, the precursor to, to progress pain is needed alright so did you went through a lot of pain when you were starting out well, I mean I still go through pain now <laughs> it's uh I think pain never leaves you. Yesterday, I think one of my dear friends, uh, one of my church friends actually from years ago, uh, he passed away suddenly. Uh, basically, yesterday morning, uh, he and he's only he's quite young. He's like forty-two years old, like like really young with, with three kids, and he basically fell unconscious and never woke up. And you know, everyone was crying, and and it was just a lot of pain, and and yeah. So so my point being pain. It's not just even the beginning. Pain is throughout the journey. You just have different kinds of pain. So, so the big problem is if you encounter the same exact same pain 10 years down the line, that means you didn't grow. That means uh, you, you are not facing different problems. You are still facing the same problems, which means that you didn't accept the lessons that those, uh, uh, that those painful situations bring you. So, so yes, uh, I mean, you know, we... I nearly divorced with my wife. We, uh, we, you know, we we faced bankruptcy a couple of times. We, uh, we faced partners that have cheated us of money. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of pain, and and you know, sometimes you you have this confidence as an entrepreneur that uh, that yeah, just um, that. Sometimes it's, it's just so painful and no one knows about it. And you still have to go through. You still have to go through. I mean, thankfully, I have a lot less of that these days. I remember two, three years ago, it was just intensely stressful. Uh, but I'm grateful for those times because there's growth. Again, when you put your body, your mind, your soul, your emotions, your relationships through stress, and you react positively to that stress, that's massive growth. Yeah. Well, I I think we so wait a minute. So how can I actually contact you first? I want to make sure that you know my listeners know how can they get in touch with you because you're really valuable dude to talk to. So how can we connect with you? Which are the best social media or websites for us to do so? Okay, uh, I will. You can contact me at, at Kenneth. Uh, basically, my Facebook. Uh, I think you just have to Facebook Kenneth U Y U. You will find me. I'm the one with the hat. <laughs> so, uh, or can of you Malaysia or something, or the LinkedIn. You can put in the LinkedIn profile you, uh, you found me on, uh, and then two websites. Uh, one is blockbusterformula.com. Uh, so that's that's my my product, uh, teaching you how to create uh, a hyper competitive offers to oh sorry uh, to create compelling offers in a hyper competitive marketplace. Uh, the other is attentionempire.com and attentionempire.com is going to be my YouTube channel and and basically where I'm going to share my thoughts. It's not up yet, uh, so it should be up by, by November something, uh, but uh, that's where I'm going to, to compile all my thoughts. All right, that's awesome. Well, as we're wrapping this up, I want to ask you one simple question, Kenneth. Yep, I know sure. we did a really interesting short interview, but I believe the value is too much for us to handle. So yeah. right, <laughs> right now I want to ask you the most important question. 
What do you think Malishnana should learn from you? That is the only thing they need to know. If they haven't heard anything that you said before, which is kind of sad, but you know sometimes it happens. <laughs> uh, oh, wow, one thing. I'm just trying to, to think. That's uh. I will tell you my secret to success. Uh, I have a secret of success that's very controversial. <laughs> And and that is, I believe in connecting to a higher power. I believe that uh, if God, or you may call it the universe, the higher consciousness, is the source of all creativity, all innovation, and all luck and fortune, then it's best I align with that. Because uh, business is actually, uh, a lot of it is luck. That's like, 85% of things you cannot control at any given time. You, you just can't. The, 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 best, the marketplace is actually that volatile. You only can control things about 15% of the time. So if I can only control things at 15% of the time, i rather attribute 85% of what I can't control into the hands of one who can control it. And for me, that is my God, my Jesus, and whatever that is. And that's why every day I, I spend my time reading my Bible, praying, and God downloads these strategies, these secrets, this, uh, I mean, all my business strategies, marketing insights, everything comes because I have a relationship with the source of all creativity and power. And as an entrepreneur, I think that's what we should bank on. We should bank on the things that will actually get us to succeed. And that is the source of strength, innovation, power, which is God, and uh, the fact that you're in the hands of somebody who cares for you. The 85% of the time you can't control. Like when my friend passed away, died just like that. We, we really can't control. He was healthy, 42, but he just, in a snap of a finger, he's taken away. And yeah, and that is why. Yeah, so those are my my thoughts. Well, that's interesting advice and definitely really contradictionary. But yeah, I, I think it really is. And by the way, my condolences. I forgot to say. Yeah, and no problem. So he, yeah. He's in he's in a better place. I mean, and yeah. He, yeah anyways, thank for your time today, Kenneth, and thank for dropping that amazing advice because sometimes that's something I haven't heard, and I doubt yeah. my listeners have heard as well. So, yeah. we wish you an amazing day for the rest of the year and the next, let's say, 100 years. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, we got to be opti optimistic. And, yeah. you know, we wish you all, all, all the best, mate. Keep yeah. up. And, and, yeah. Yeah, you too. I really enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. All right. See you soon. Okay. Bye-bye.